Hello, everyone. Welcome to Decided Heart Conversations with Hillary and I, and we are absolutely excited to have our special guest, Christine Roberts. She is a success coach, a keynote speaker, an author, incredible stories and experiences to uh, teach us today. Um, welcome, Christine. Um, so glad to have you. And I know that you come from this interesting experience in the corporate world, working for Disney and John Maxwell Company. We would just love to first hear, how did you get to where you are now? Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, when I think about, it all starts right for all of us when we're kids, something triggers things. And when I was a kid, uh, I grew up in a pretty dysfunctional environment. Um, my dad was an alcoholic. I witnessed domestic abuse and experienced sexual abuse. And even as a kid, it's interesting because I remember at like 10 years old thinking, um, this will not be my life. And my entire life, I've been just really fascinated with people and human behavior and quantum physics and psychology. And um, I got into sales and, you know, I would just listen to, you know, psychology of winning, um, you know, Dennis Waitley, Brian Tracy, like all these different people. And and so I've just been a, a student of personal development for years. And um, a number of years ago, I had written a book called Inspirational Mind Food. And I got certified as a life coach because people would ask me for advice all the time. And even as a kid, I was the go-to person. Like when, <laughs> when people wanted to have advice, they'd come to me. And, um, and so I'd end up meeting the president of John Maxwell Company at the time, which he's for anyone who's not familiar with him, he's written over a hundred books on leadership and culture, leadership, yes. And um, and so the president asked me if, if they had a position available, would I want to join them? And I said, absolutely, you're my people. So I ended up going to work with John Maxwell um, as a leadership consultant, did that for a while. And then I, you know, actually I was working a lot and um, in 2016, we decided to, and I, I was in a position where I could work remote and our family um, sold our house and cars and gave away most of our stuff. And we bought a 38 foot RV and a Jeep and we traveled America for a year. And um, I continued working with John and my husband worked for Cisco Systems. So we had a network on board and, you know, we had Verizon, MiFi, Wi-Fi, uh, every kind of phone. I mean, we would joke around and say, if, if something happens with the satellite systems, it's probably going to be us, you know, screwing it up. <laughs> but, um, our kids did the K-12 Georgia Cyber Academy. We traveled around. We ended up back in Atlanta and um, an opportunity came up with Disney. And although I loved John and loved what I was doing, I was very specific to leadership where the opportunity with Disney was in their advisory group where I called on companies around culture, like the whole culture piece with quality service, leadership, employee engagement. And, um, and so that's where I was for a while. And even during that time in my, like on my heart, I have just wanted to do my, I, I'm wired to be an entrepreneur. Like um, I did this test, you know, where I, you know, like, you know, these assessments, all that I've done every kind of assessment and I am like 98% like hardwired to be an entrepreneur. So, um, so last year I started my own coaching business, um, filmed a coaching course called create your best life mindset reset and, um, have a webinar called lead yourself to lead others. 
and I've just been immersed in doing this and it's just so fun. I just, I, it's weird because a lot of people that I work with are really seeking to figure out their purpose. And, you know, with all this COVID stuff, so many people, in fact, a lot of my Disney colleagues, my former Disney colleagues, they are on fur- furlough and I talk to them and, and they're all, there's all this uncertainty and um, I just feel blessed because I believe that I am where I'm supposed to be. And that's like such a good feeling. Um, so, and I get the, the privilege to talk to amazing women like you. So yeah, so that's the journey. <laughs> that is, I mean, literally the journey. I was imagining your RV, you know, one of those Google mapping cars with like the satellites are going up to the, to the space, but you probably didn't have all of that. Well, we had a satellite dish on top and I mean, which which almost came off on high on highway 95. I mean, it wasn't installed (laughs) properly. And I tell you, we have got, there could be a, we could have done like a, um, a reality show because so many things happened. I mean, we did a show called going RV, uh, which was more like a house hunters kind of show, but um, they, we had so many things happen. I mean, they say if you buy an RV, just like a boat, you better have a toolkit and a sense of humor because yeah. we had a lot of stuff happen, but yeah. we said, that's what makes things memorable. You know, I told our kids, like when something goes wrong, it's like, it makes it memorable. And now you got to figure out how to fix the problem. So we did a lot of that. <laughs> You're, you're absolutely right. It's so fun. And, and our family actually did a five-week trip with a, a pull behind, but still similar situation to Alaska and back and, and sort oh, of wow. did. And, and definitely those roads that are freezing and thawing and all of that. We had a broken axle. We had a da, 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 da. I remember spending my birthday in a parking lot of Walmart because our camper couldn't go any further. And I mean, just, but awesome. you know what? all of us, all three, all five of us, when we sit down and talk today, that is still our favorite trip. We cried with sadness when we got home because we were so bonded. We were so together. We never turned a TV on. And, and you're right. I mean, the thing is, and, and this is to, to the point of really why one of the points we have you here, we just like getting to know people. So we love getting to know you and it's a privilege but really that shift into understanding in your life, where is my joy? What's this perspective of, of what life is supposed to be? And, and how can I tap into that? And that's something that you are going to talk to our viewers and our listeners about today is sort of three tips to help not only with your productivity, but even more just having that different perspective and that, that sense of joyfulness in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, just so with, within my coaching program, I have what's called the grow method. So I'm going to share a little bit about the grow method and then how that ties into some of these other specific tactical things for people to do. Um, the G stands for gratitude. And when you think about gratitude, one of my main passions is to raise awareness to thought because everything comes down to our thinking, how we perceive something. You know, I had done a, um, a program like a, it was like a three-day seminar uh, when I was in my mid-20s. And the premise was that everything in life is empty and meaningless. And I remember thinking, okay, what have I gotten myself into? But ultimately, it's true. Like, we, you know, we could go to a party and you could think it was the best party in the world. And I could think it was terrible. And the same events happened. It's, it's how we perceive it or what, you know, I, what we, um, how we define the actions there. And so 
when we feed our minds, there's belief drives behavior. So what you believe is based on what you're taking into your mind. Your beliefs drive a thought, a thought drives a feeling, and a feeling drives an action, and ultimately that defines the results in your life. And so G for gratitude is all about raising awareness to thought and focusing on what we're grateful for because everything comes back to what we, how we perceive things, you know, what we focus on grows. So when we're grateful and we find, cause there's always something to be grateful for. Um, the R is called reflect. So reflect and create. So reflect is all about kind of looking back, looking back on our lives. Like what are the key components that got us here today? Because a lot of times there's evidence of, you know, how we ended up here and then create the next step is reflecting, create, and being intentional for what we want in our lives. You know, I always, in my Lead Yourself to Lead Others webinar, I talk about, you know, we spend more time planning our vacations and, and being intentional about where we're going to go, how are we going to get there, asking all these questions, um, but do we do that for our lives? So it's that, you know, creating our life and being intentional. And so the O is for ongoing because personal development and focusing on how I can be the best I can be, how you can be the best you can be, it all, it's an ongoing process. You know, we are all a work in progress for me. And I don't know about everybody else, which, uh, you know, I came from a really dysfunctional childhood and I've had to do a lot of work because I said, I want to improve the next generation. And um, there's a quote that I love and it says, I can't change my ancestors. You know, like I can't change what happened with my family in the past, but I can change and improve myself to positively impact my descendants, my kids. And um, you know, those, uh, those shows that they have on TV about uh, like ancestry and all that, mm -hmm. you know, like, have mm -hmm. you seen some of those? I forget the guy that's done it, but it's, I'm fascinated by those. And there was one show where it was a celebrity and when they went back on his lineage, it was like the, all the men, like through several generations, they, they all had been in jail and like just in all sorts of trouble. And when they went back like three generations, what they discovered is that the mom had died. There was three boys and the mom died when they were very young. And that started tr a trajectory for their whole, you know, family. And I thought that was so fascinating because one thing can happen in a generation that totally changes everything going forward. So ongoing, I think that um, every day it's like figuring out what can I be, how can I be better? Mm -hmm. And then um, the W is for wealth. And when I say wealth, what I mean is wealth and abundance in all areas. It's not necessarily financial wealth, although, you know, financial wealth is great because then you can do more for other people, but it's, it's, it's wealth and abundance spiritually, mm -hmm. physically, mentally, emotionally, um, you know, in relationships. Right. Yeah. Time wealth. Time wealth. Absolutely. I mean, that's all we got, right? <laughs> Right. I think the, yeah. new, the new term, and I just learned about the meaning of it like six months, maybe a year ago, is abundance. Just that what that, what does that really mean? 
the feeling of abundance, whether it's time, the freedom to choose the things that I want to engage in or I want my family to engage in. And that really, that, I mean, speaking of what the belief that we have within ourselves, I started to use that word so more and more about what abundance is for me. I never gave myself permission to even think about that for me. So it was just one of those like aha moments, like why did I deny myself even the thought that I could have abundance? Um, so I would love, you know, so that is such a fantastic, like how does grow work? Is it kind of like a program that you have or is it online training? Yeah. Yeah. So grow, the grow method is really like an overarching, um, philosophy that ties into the program. So for example, my create your best life mindset reset coaching course, it's a six week course and, um, there's, you know, it, it goes through the, you know, intention and elimination. So it's like stripping out the things that drain you and, you know, all of those tie back to, to the grow method. So the grow method is kind of overarching and ties into these other programs so that we can create that abundance in our lives. Awesome. So then we would love to give our listeners and viewers some tips um, what to improve productivity, enrich our relationships, um, just find overall joy. So what are tips that you can share with, with our people? Yeah, absolutely. So um, in my Lead Yourself to Lead Others, it's a free webinar that, um, that I do uh, on a regular basis. Some of the things are really tactical things around, you know, how we start our day. Everything really comes down to like how we set our day up for success. And you know, some of the things that, uh, you know, there's uh, the miracle morning that is an awesome piece of content to help with that. But it's like waking up, you know, early and people know these things. So this, a lot of this stuff isn't necessarily anything new, but like waking up early and, and what we just talked about, gratitude, it's about journaling and having that quiet time to get centered and set the intention for your day. And when you journal everything you're grateful for, and, and what you want for your future, it's amazing what happens because what you focus on grows, as I mentioned earlier, 42, if you write down what you want for your life and what you're grateful for, you have a 42% increased chance of achieving whatever it is that you want to achieve. And I mean, that's wow. statistical scientific data. Now, the thing is only about 3% of the population does this. So I always tell people, you want to be in that 3%. Mm-hmm. And so that is something that is, is like, it's a way to set you up for success for your day. Um, another thing that's really interesting is music. I mean, the great thing about music is that it's so powerful. And when listening to your favorite melodies or harmonies, your brain is triggered to release large amounts of dopamine. And that's a chemical that sends that feel good signal to the rest of your body. And there's also neuroscience um, in this area with regards to music therapy, where it suggests that listening to your favorite aria or pop hits can help you sleep better, decrease stress, and improve anxiety and depression. So I don't know about you, but I'm a runner and I love like listening to really inspirational music. Yeah. And, um, and I don't know, I think sometimes... I don't know. Do you, do you guys listen to a lot of music? I, I listen oh, to music I do. all the time. I, I do um, all genres, but I have a specific story where I was trying to concentrate and I just, I couldn't get into concentration. And so I was um, 
looking at Spotify and something came like intense studying music. And I'm like, oh, all right, I'll try it. it and then my whole brain shifted. It was classical music. Yeah. And it was amazing how this album like shifted my brain. And I was just like concentrated. <laughs> like all of a sudden I was this machine. So yeah. Yeah, that's so true. Like there's, um, if I've got on Pandora, I've got some different um, playlist, you know, when you choose the different playlist and there's specific ones to studying and it's that classical music. And there's like scientific evidence about how that helps our brains to kind of relax and allow us to focus. So, so yeah, that's pretty great. I need to learn this from Hillary. Hillary, are you a music person? Oh, I very much so. I mean, that's for me, I was just telling someone last night that happened to be over. She's a cantor at church. And I said, that is, I, I mean, sorry, but I don't really go to listen to the words. I go to listen to the music because that's what speaks to my soul and creates connection. And mm -hmm. the same with, you know, every night when I make dinner, you know what I'm going to be making for dinner because I'm either, I either have Def Leppard on or I have Andrea Bocelli on, right? So it's going to either be like an elegant dinner or it's going to be, let's get this thing done. And, you know, let's rock out to some burgers. <laughs> that's right. You a hundred percent. And that is, Kind of throughout my day, what I do, depending on where I want to be, uh, I absolutely. And the other night, my husband and I just had a hoot in a holler. It started at about five o'clock at night, poured, poured a glass of wine, and he turned on. Well, we didn't do it at first, but we started playing some 80s music, but it was like the, yeah. the one hit wonders. Yeah. And we were challenging each other to come up with the one hit wonders so pretty fun. soon. The whole, the house was laughing. We were dancing around three hours later. We were still, so it's that shift into joy. And I mm. think we did the release. So. Oh, that's music, so great. It just does so many things. It does so many things. Well, you know, that really ties into like one of the other things I was going to mention is um, when we turn off technology and everybody, mm. you know, we all know this stuff. It's like, I don't think we really need scientific evidence, but there is scientific evidence around, you know, shutting off our technology and screen time and connecting, right? Like connecting with your family. I mean, there's studies that prove that when we interact and we tap into that creative mind, which, you know, when you're dancing and you're having fun with your family, it can also be things like cooking together or playing games, hiking, you know, painting, any of those creative things that the studies show that you actually, um, increase joy and happiness and productivity in our lives by doing that. So sounds like you guys were really, really cranking. And there's a book called Digital Minimalism for anybody out there that, you know, I think again, intuitively, we, I'm sure we all know this, like getting on our technology or screen time, it's just not good. It's a passive behavior. And um, one thing that you mentioned, Hillary, is like, so when you and your husband were trying to think of these one hit wonders, did you just try to figure it out? Like, just try to think about it? We did. Because we, did, we were playing off each other. That is so great because here's another thing, right? I, I listened to, um, I read a book called, I think it's called Learn. It's, it's like Learn and Succeed by Carolyn um, Leaf, Dr. Caroline Leaf. And what they're talking about is in our culture today, be, with Google, right? We don't have to think about anything. So, you know, when you're trying to figure something out, like somebody says, do you remember that movie? And it was like, uh, who was that actor? A lot of times now, because we can just Google it, mm -hmm. we don't use our brains where 
if we have to kind of go, okay, that actor, he was also in this movie. And then it's like, we start using the neural pathways to figure it out and activate our brains. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I just thought that was really fascinating. I never thought about it that way. Because yeah. we, like in a dinner table, we'll be like, oh, you know, we'll, we'll have a great conversation and then we'll get stuck. Instant, hey, Google, what's blah, blah, blah. And just the convenience of it. It's a great, this is such a great perspective to remind us that actually the struggle it's part of our development and keeping memory too, right? So um, thanks yeah. for that reminder. Yeah, I, I know. I, I Now I feel guilty if I Google it. Like, I, we'll be like, oh. I mean, I feel I get, but I got to give myself a timeline, right? Like, we're not going to waste too much time trying to figure it out. But, yeah. but it is fun. You know what, though? It is fun when you, like, really try to figure it out and you do all these connectors. Like, that person was also in that movie with this yeah. person and that triggers you to remember this. And it's like, it's fun when you when you can, like try to remember it. So I have to see if you guys, I was presenting last night and I had this moment where someone said something and it led me to another fact. And so I always do, I call those my Cliff Clavin moments. Did ever, did it? All right, you guys. Oh, you don't know. Sonia don't doesn't know. know. Christine, you know yes. Cliff Clavin. Yes, yes. Fr- uh, um. Cheers. From Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. well, see, you, see, I and I can't remember. I cannot ever remember names of actors. I can remember Cheers and the character. Yeah, yes. Yeah, but he was always, you know, pulling a cliff. Was coming up with this random like fact. And so last night I said that, and this group of people were, was all probably about ten years younger than me. <laughs> oh, and they're like, "What?" Poor Hillary. Mole. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. That's the worst. I know. I do the same thing. Because you know what, too? Like, so many things overlap, right? Like, yeah. right now, we could probably talk for, like, half a day. For sure. And I'm restraining myself from, like, sharing other things, because I know we got a time limit. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. But it's hard. You're exactly, which is why we really started, uh, why we started Decided Heart Conversations was because of what that, that last piece you were talking about with connection. And I think you have, have helped us to remember so many of those things today, but just to put a final exclamation point on that, it's encouraging these conversations because we have gotten so used to digital or going and looking something up or whatever it is, we've, we've forgotten to tune into each other's stories and how much we learn and grow from one another when we allow ourselves to truly listen and engage in a true dialogue. Mm-hmm. You know, we've, we've gotten into a lot of monologues, right? And, and everybody wanting to be heard. So I wanna tell you so much how much we appreciate this. And before we give our guests our final sort of challenge, we always have a challenge, but they're not challenge like, oh, they're yeah. challenge like, ooh, the ongoing learning that you're talking about, the growing that we're learning about. Before we do that, I just want to reiterate. So besides the grow method, which is wonderful, our gratitude reflection, um, the ongoing work and the wealth, I feel like the three tips that you really try to remind us that are so important is number one, we really need to get up with intention. We need to build uh, our morning routine to be one that we fill ourselves up with how we want to show up whether that's gratitude, whether it's that peacefulness and getting reordered so we can do that. And number two, that we can't forget the power of music in our life and how that can help us change our mood, shift our thought process, become more focused, or even have more fun. 
And I think the last and third thing that I really heard from you is to make sure we're making the, these connections and turning off the screen and being intentional about that because our hearts and our minds and, and our growth requires this, we are meant to be social creatures and that interaction can help us grow in remarkable ways and also soothe us and bring more joy to our life. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think it's just so important that last bit, turn off all devices. It should be such an intentional, like, like a chore, like everyone it's turn off. We're turning all devices are off during dinner, whatever that time frame would be. And I, I have a terrible habit because I work really early in the morning. I need a little bit of that gratitude time in the morning before I just jump off, uh, jump on into yeah. these devices. So, um, yeah. So give us, what, what's the, the challenge for our listeners and viewers? Yes. Yes. So what I would like you to do, uh, listeners, or if anyone watching is I want you to notice and pay attention to your thoughts for the next seven days. And anytime that you have a negative or a judgmental thought, I want you to stop yourself. Like you can even like slap yourself. And I mean, I've done that. Like to, it's kind of like changing your state. And I want you to shift from that negative thinking because you're going to now be aware. And I want you to shift and have gratitude and figure out what's the lesson right here or what is something that's really good. Because so many times, uh, you know, when we get into this negative thinking, it's like a, it's like when you go hiking and you've got a well-worn path, there's studies that talk about 80% of what we think about is negative. We have 70,000 thoughts a day. So that's 1.2 uh, thoughts per second, but most of our thoughts are negative and they're repetitive. So we can get into these well-worn paths of negative thinking, but so many times it's about awareness. So I want you to pay attention to your thoughts and shift immediately when you realize you're having a negative judgmental thought, shift to gratitude and pay attention to what you're feeding your mind. So, you know, don't listen, get off, get some good music going, you know, listen to a audiobook, listen to the podcast here and um, feed your mind good stuff because then that'll improve those, what they call ants, automatic negative thoughts. I challenge everybody to do that for the next seven days and look forward to hearing about how it affects your lives. I mean, Christine, this has been so incredible. I, I love the philosophy of GROW. Um, you're, you're offering some webinar trainings that wrap around GROW, and I think that's great for, for myself and our viewers to kind of experience that. I'm just so appreciate. I love this, and I love the insert with the, the science part. That this is not just a touchy-feely yeah. tips of the day. There's some science behind it. Well, thank you. It's an honor to be here with you and um, look forward to us staying connected.